0: Hello and welcome to a special edition of Video Games to the Mass as we are doing it. We, this is our final episode talking about, well, it might be the last time we were talking about a game that came out in 2021. This is like the the one where we decide who is it that makes our top 25 and eventually our game of the year as we have been doing for the last several, I don't, I don't even know how many years it is now, at least like five. That's crazy we've been doing we this for five, five years now. Uh, so, either way, here with us again, Mr. Randy Isbell. Hello, hello. And, of course, Mark Morrison. How are you doing? Do. I'm all right. And, of course, I have your host, Sean Garmer, here with me. These guys, we're going to do this. So we have, we've, we're have we we going to talk about our top ten games, our, our personal top ten, uh, as well throughout this. So that we're going to do our ten through six, kind of just list them, not really talk that much. And then our five through one can kind of be a little bit more verbose about them and that'll lead into us actually having the top 25 uh discussion but for that you know this is also kind of a look back on 2021 year so you know randy when you look back at 2021 like what's the thing that stands out to you what uh is your Um, highlight
1: honestly for me when i look back at at the year of 2021 as far as video games goes i I think it's going to be a year that gets a completely bad rap because everyone's like oh it's not as good as last year it's not as good as 2018 Well, we don't have these standout games like the the top of the top kind of games that we've had in other years but i think our lists are going to show that there was a shit ton of very good games and it made our even our personal list i think extremely difficult to do not only to have the time to play through all the games that we wanted to play, but even the ones that we did play, trying to be able to just cut it down to 10 or figure out what's going to be the top of our list is completely mm-hmm. impossible. I, I think we talked about it off air. There's only 30 possible games that we could have had different on our lists and we had 22. So it just shows yeah. you how much variety there is, and, and no matter what kind of gamer you are or what you're into, there was shit that you were into and was really good this year. Yeah, In the end, was there fantastic AAA titles? Eh, not as much as some, but there was a lot of really, really good gaming up.
0: Yeah, I think that's certainly uh, a big thing from this year. When you think back at 2021, Mark, what is something that stands out to you?
2: Yeah, just like, there's no there's no one game that everyone kind of rallies around, except for maybe one or two of the games in our list, but a lot of good games, but not like nothing like a breakout game, but that's fine. You know, it leads to diversity. So, that's cool.
0: Yeah, I think this is certainly a year um, where the indies take over more than, say, the, the big gains. We had so many AAA titles that got delayed into 2022 that when you look back and you go, maybe not on our actual list does it wind up being like, let's say, 20? you know, we're not talking about 20 indie games making the list or whatever but there was a lot. And there's mm-hmm. a lot that I could have switched out for other ones and there's so many others that I just didn't have enough time to play or some that I played earlier in the year and I didn't go back to where I felt like I don't I didn't give it that enough time to be able to put that on there, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where I, I also think that Game Pass uh, was a big thing this year. I think more than any of the other years, they really nailed that whole day one thing and also just the plethora of small game or AA games that were put on the console when we go through and talk about our list of the let's say we we knocked off about seven to get to the 25 off air several of those are currently on game pass or were on game pass at some point and many of them that we have on the list right now are on there as well so it's incredible to me i think how much that service has really improved this year And then, you know, that's why we talked about that conversation of supposedly, we don't really know if it's true or not, but according to reports, that could be end up being wrong. PlayStation is also doing their own version of whatever that is going to be for them. So could we ultimately have two companies doing a similar service? And then that means more games for us to talk about next year, right? Of stuff we played. So, um, if you think it got crazy this year, wait till, wait till everything next year. But what do you think is like your, it can be at one game. It can be a moment from this year it can be a new story like what is your one thing that you feel like is the defining it can be a personal thing or it can be like a
1: i i guess for me it's it was it's take two i mean just playing that game with my significant other and having as much fun as we had i i think is going to be the gaming moment that i remember going through i played a lot of really really good games but i don't know if i played one that made me laugh as much or especially with somebody. Uh, me and my, my son play games together and, and we go through older stuff, so it doesn't really fit as well, but going through with Haley and playing It Takes Two and have it throw 90 different kinds of game types at us throughout the the time and having her, who's she's more into the Fallout stuff, she'll still get completely hooked in it. And, and even when we got to parts that she wasn't a big fan of, 10 minutes later, it was something completely different. So I, I think that's going to be the game that will We'll leave a lasting impression on
0: Mark, anything?
2: I'd say finally getting into a Tales game, because I was banging my head against that franchise for almost a decade, and they all bounced off me. So I'd say finally getting into Tales of Arise.
0: Yeah, I mean, it certainly was a standout that we will definitely be talking about uh, later on, for sure. Um, For me, it was a little bit of a discovery for me of, like, figuring out, oh, I do like these Zelda-like adventure titles. I just got to, like, really give them a shot and actually push myself through it. And I really experienced that a lot with Death Store and Chickery and Eastward and uh, several other titles that came out this year that were in that same vein. Um, I really, really just took the time to experience them, and man, they wound up being some of my favorite games this year. And also, Resident Evil. It was. I'm not a big survival horror game guy, and I'm like, ah, oh, is it because I don't like the horror? Is it because I don't really want to take the time to? actually figure out how this works and you know sometimes you got to run sometimes you got to shoot sometimes you got to go into a different room maybe that doesn't necessarily work for where you're going but you know i really uh resident evil village really turned me on to not only enjoying and loving that game i think also just enjoying wanting to go back and play the series and and other perhaps survival horror games in the future so for me it's a like going past my normal stuff that i would play and, and playing different so Yeah, and my last thing that I think I wanted to talk about before we got to our top 10, do you have any like gaming regrets from the year? Like a game that you were like, man, I wanted to play that game, but it just didn't come at the right time, or... You know, or I didn't, I just didn't get to play enough of it. And man, I really wish that I, that I had the time, like another week or so, to put into that game.
1: Yeah, for me, it's, it's Metroid Dread. I think the last time I was on this show, we talked about it, and I just still have not gotten to it. Another one, probably Psychonauts 2, and, and actually more of the first Psychonauts now, because I'm getting into the second one so much that I'm kind of sad I never played the original. Uh, but I do wish that I had played more of psychonauts 2 before we're able to record this show i i do feel like it's going to end up in my top 10 and it'll be interesting to see where it ranks but it's going to be one of those games that once i play more of it after we record i'm like ah man
2: I, I probably should have had that higher
1: I, i'm absolutely but,
2: loving it yeah anything like that for you mark uh that chorus game that like space game uh I mean, we didn't get it and i don't really want to pay for it but it'd be <laughs> in my alley <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it was a game that looked cool to me too. I was
2: sort I, of interested in it as well. I have more Game Boy games to buy than that. Sorry. <laughs>
0: That's fine. Uh, so yeah, for me, actually, it's, it's a weird thing to say. It's a game that I've really, really been anticipating. It just, it came out at the wrong time for me. So you're probably going to not only in my personal list, but it's probably not going to be very high in our top 25 list and people are going to see it as a crime. Halo Infinite came out. The campaign came out at the wrong time for me. Like, I wish it would have came out. I wish Forza would have came out in October and uh, Halo would have come out in November because then I would have had the time to actually go through and play Halo a lot more, get to the end of the campaign. And perhaps we're talking about it being like one of my games that I'm fighting for the year because all I keep hearing is how the campaign's awesome. But there's just so much in it that it's just like going at the same time where I also feel like I'm having to play catch up so we can have this conversation. And and have this be more of a like fair thing of oh I played a, a lot more games than just the one to be able to bring to this combo so I had to kind of split my time with a bunch of different games and unfortunately I couldn't just sit there and spend 15, 20 hours on Halo uh, to to get that done so remember we're not uh, unfortunately it'd be nice so that's the goal at some point to perhaps be able to play those games a lot more. And not have to, you know, work so much, but right now you're you're dividing that time. So it nice. is what it is. Let's get on with it. Let's talk about our, our top ten. Randy, what what is your six through ten?
1: Sure. My six through ten right now will start at number ten is Cyber Shadow, just a Ninja Gaiden like that came out really early on this year. And it's like it's just that game I keep going back to. Uh it's it's hard as nails and kicks my ass every time I, I come back to it. But I, I, I absolutely love it. The music's great. Obviously, Yacht Club games a big help with it uh, as they kind of came in and, and helped put in some finishing touches. You can mostly tell with uh, with the music there. So that's my 10, uh, my nine Final Fantasy 7 remake intermission, the Yuffie stuff. I, I think I've said it multiple times this year on this show. It's, I hated Yuffie in the original Final Fantasy 7. And this little bit of DLC made me absolutely love that character. So, uh, that's a win there. Uh, another one, I guess, is kind of a, uh, a regret of mine is Death Door. I got into it when it first came out, and then other things came out, and school happened, and I kind of just fell off of it. But I, I loved the time I had with it, so I put it at 8. I have Psychonauts 2 at 7. Again, I feel like it would end up higher if we did this in a couple weeks and I had a chance to finish the game um but absolutely loving the time i'm with it right now and the number six uh, kind of disappointed that it is so low with how uh, excited i was with it But ratchet and clank are riffed apart number six for me absolutely love the game but it was uh, not much memorable
0: i was surprised i was surprised that randy was uh had it that low i think we arguing with making that a game it
1: was it was third until <laughs> the the video game cram of the last month has happened
0: <laughs> it keeps being the yeah. one that i'm like all right I, I can move that happened that happened to me as well it's Oh, mark what is your your
2: 10 uh my number 10 was east 9 monstrum Knox. uh it was pretty cool i thought even if it was like uh constrained intentionally at the beginning uh sure. my number one, nine was it takes two uh we can discuss that later <laughs> <laughs> uh my number eight was shin megami tensei five uh that probably would have been higher but it, it's just too technically messy on the switch uh like to, like to cause me like headaches at certain points because of just how like bad the frame rate is in, in certain spots. Uh my number seven was Mass Effect Legendary Edition. And my number six was Deathloop. Ah, Deathloop. Uh
0: for some reason I thought that would be higher for more.
2: It's good. I I did I didn't finish it. And I kinda lost mo- I, I didn't lose momentum, but like now I'd have to like re- basically like relearn how to play it. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. But I mean I'll probably go back to it eventually.
0: Alright. Uh for me we got uh number ten, Eastward. Uh, it's a little game that I liked uh, quite a bit. Uh, if you go through my stuff I played for the Switch this year, it is my second highest game along with Bravely Default 2, which this edged out because I really love the characters. I love the music. um I'm not like the biggest like Earthbound guy, but this obviously Earthbound is a j- thing for this game. But it's just, it's like everything that works together. Just the art style, the Obviously the the Zelda Life structure and just the characters for me, music like really work uh that made it to stand out for me in this game. I wanted to give it a little bit of a shout out compared to uh some of the other games that I could have easily put on here. Uh Psychonauts two, very much like Randy, it's a game that I was playing at the same time that Mark was reviewing it or slash playing it and he went through and beat and everything, but I think at the same time I was having to play other stuff and it just, uh, I kept saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start playing it again. I'm going to start playing it. And then it came, got back on the back burner and I just never got back to it. And until we finally got to the point where we are, you know, now where we're doing that same cram that I just talked about, I was like, okay, I'm going to play it. And I really, really enjoyed it. I'm just God, I wish I had spent more time with this because I know it would probably be one of my top, rated games because i already know i'm gonna love the story and i already enjoyed those characters from the first game obviously the platforming is really good um and then just having all the collectibles and everything it, but it's just it's unfortunate this couldn't uh couldn't get to spend a lot of time with it halo infinite i already thought about it same thing it's halo it's wonderful it's wonderful to come back into that world the grappling hook is freaking awesome, and it changes the way you play Halo and think about Halo now. I don't even care about those damn vehicles. Let me just take Master Chief with my grappling hook, and I'm going to go anywhere in the freaking world like I'm playing Breath of the Wild but Halo, and I'll go anywhere with that grappling hook, and I'm good. So uh, that's a game I know I'm going to play after we get done uh, with all this stuff, and I will probably be done with it before we get to the 2022, probably, and I'm going to be sitting there going, damn, it should have been high. Uh, but... That's that's the way these things work. Sometimes, inscription is a game that I can, I don't know I can't really describe that much about an inscription. It's just one of those things you got to go experience. So it's it's a when you look at it, it's a card game. It's a card ass card game like Yu Gi Oh or other something else. But there's also that random element to it, very much like that hand of fate game that Mark and I played. And yeah, it, kinda it's liked.
2: like hand of fate without the busted combat.
0: Right, and then. Uh, there's also some, like, adventure stuff in as well. When you get up out of the table, there's some of the things there as well. And I just don't want to spoil it. So I'm going to leave that vague. I'm really hoping this comes to, like, Switch at least, if not some of the other consoles, because I really think a bigger audience appreciate this game. I think being on PC, though, it's not cumbersome. It's something really easy. You're just clicking through stuff or um whatever, but... I think having that console audience may help it a lot more. And Resident Evil Village, I absolutely really enjoyed this game. There's just other games that I wound up liking a lot more for various reasons. But Resident Evil Village is a standout, standout game. Uh, I'm sure Randy will be talking about more. And if you want to hear more about what Randy thinks, he has a whole chapter select that you can hear him and talk about uh, on that. You can go look in that w 2 Network archives that if you subscribe, you can go find it. Um, so that's last 6 to 10 so, Randy, you're five through one. That if you want to discuss some more, you're certainly sure. Uh,
1: well, uh, fitting number five is Forza Motors, Forza Horizon five, and it's actually the first Forza Horizon game I ever played, and it's kind of like, Cyclonauts. What, what the hell was I been doing? I absolutely <laughs> loving it. It's another one of those games that is the perfect. I got 30 minutes, go do a couple races and dink around, and the world is massive and it has more variety to it than I really thought was possible in a racing-slash-driving, whatever you want to call this game. Music's absolutely fantastic, sounds great. I, I think it was, a, it was a good Game uh, game Awards winner for, for that category. Just a, a lot of fun. It, it's just get in there, goof around for a little bit, figure out what kind of collectibles you want to go after, and it's one of those There's 900 uh, spots on the map to go check out for different races and different jumps. It's just fun. It was just a really fun game. Uh, Number four, Ken of Bridges Spirits. Absolutely loved that game that the world is beautiful and gorgeous and fantastic. It is harder than I was ever expecting from that game. Uh, But I actually loved it. That was my number four for me. Number three, uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Mark laughed at me last year when I said it was one of my most anticipated games. But you know what? It turned out. He laughed at all of us. He laughed at us. Yeah, it turned out, again. We, we, we were all, we, we all were talking about Avengers and how, how bad Avengers got, but Guardians was fantastic, and I get it. Mark didn't like the banter, and I, I do have to agree with Mark. By the end of that game, I got tired of the banter because, man, does that start looping extremely yeah. horribly. Where you're hearing the same three lines over and over, especially and, in the battles. Okay, because the battles are extremely long near the end, and the gauntlets you're going through are tough, and they definitely did not code in enough uh, conversation pieces. So I yeah. get it. At the by the end of the game, I was the same way as Mark. I was like, all right, I get it. I I I, I understand that we're going through this <laughs> this issue, and Drax is going off about his normal stuff, But it's like, all right, we get it. It's it's fine. <laughs> Alright, uh,
0: my number two? Well, I mean, like, I think also the story, I think, is well worth it. Our story's the story's very, very, very good. And I thought the writing is good for all those characters. I know Mark doesn't like the voice acting, but it's just like, there's just a lot to love about this game. The music is fantastic as well, obviously. Um, If there's anything that they had to get right from if you're gonna ape the movies, that was the one part that you had to do. The huddle thing is stupid. Yeah. So, but while the, you know.
1: while the huddle thing is stupid, I absolutely loved it to figure out what Song was going to be completely out of place. Yeah, we're gonna have this epic but, battle, and all of yeah. a sudden, I'm getting rickrolled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. I like, was right? so. having fun with that. So no, it's it's a blast. It was a lot of fun, and it was it was my surprise of the year. like. I was excited for it, and I wanted to see how it went, and it was way better than I was ever gonna give it credit. uh My number two is Resident Evil Eight. I thought this was going to be my clear number one into the year, and for about. Five, six of this game, it was. It was absolutely put together beautifully. I thought it meshed together almost every style of Resident Evil and kind of played the hits. Uh, You're going through a castle, just like the old Resident Evil games, and you're going spooky style, which, you know, Resident Evils have never really done the Outlast Outlast style of horror, but I thought they did it well enough, and it was a short enough section that it didn't overstay its welcome, and then they got more action-based. As you went forward, and you got more Resident Evil 4s and 5s and big boss battles like you'd have in six. I, I, I think it was just kind of a love letter to the, the entire series and kind of hit the great spots. Ethan is still not my favorite main character that that you play as, but just kind of the vessel there. And it's more about the world and the characters you interact with. Whether it's Heisenberg or Big Booby Vampire Lady. It, I'm very, it makes me very curious what they're going to do with 9 because obviously they like to do trilogies and then things off. And there are things that they kind of set up in the lore dump near the end of the game that has me really interested which direction they're going to go with it. Um, So I'm very excited. I just feel like the ending didn't land as much as I was hoping. I I think, Sean, I've heard you kind of talk about the same stuff. The Heisenberg section takes a little bit too long. The the final boss is like most Resident Evil games. It can never nail the final boss to save their lives. But... I liked 8 more than 7, and I really, really like 7, so it's um it's a number 2 for me. And in my game of the year, I already mentioned it, was it takes two. just the, the most fun I've had in a video game in years. Uh, Haley and I laughed the entire way through. Was the story hokey? Of course. Was the book annoying? Yeah, sure. But none of those really <laughs> overstayed their wel- welcome by, by any means. It was just a driving force to get you from all of the... I, I, I don't even know how many different genres you play in that game. There's just so many and they nail all of them. There's not a single section there. I'm like, Oh, this just doesn't work in this. It all works. Whether it's first person shooters. So they had fighting or a bunch of platforming, lots of puzzles, just so wonderful and just a, a fantastic game to and play it's with so your family
0: as well right like they and, don't yeah, really repeat it, themselves
1: unfortunately i am much more of a gamer than Haley is so all of the mini games that we unlocked i just i smoked her in every
0: single time
1: <laughs> but yeah. the fact that there's so many different ones and uh, that'll be something i play with with chases as, as you know we go through our christmas break i'm sure and and try to play some of those it's just absolutely it's just a heartwarming fantastic game and yeah. You know, obviously, I've been a big fan of Joseph Ferris. I've loved all three of his games. Now, I, I don't think they have missed yet, and they just keep getting better. And all I want to know is what's coming up next because they've all been completely different, and they've all nailed. And
0: it's not uh, you know, have the common thread of co-op. He does like the co-op.
1: That's true. Well, Brothers was more—you know—you still played by yourself. You, you had the two characters had to work together, for sure. Right. But and and it's a lost art. But. I know a lot of people were surprised at one game of the year. I was surprised at one, even though it is my game. Just I didn't think it was going to get the recognition, but it's it's so well done and absolutely fantastic. So yeah, Uh easily my game of the year. Though I understand that I will probably get outvoted, and that is okay with me because again, this year had so much to it that it's like I don't
0: know. Yeah,
2: that's true. There was a lot. That. So Mark, uh, my number five was Metroid Dread. Uh, I really liked it. But it had, it does have a lot of issues, especially if you don't really like Metroidvania's, or you can get frustrated easily. Plus, it didn't feel like the like exploration was like important in that game, which is like weird because like you get upgrades, but they're very very pointless, at least most mm-hmm. of them. Uh and number four is Persona Five Strikers. That's another game where like uh, Tales of Arise, which is a like later on, but like I don't like stupid Dynasty Warriors games. Uh yeah. that's one of those, but it's actually good. And you don't just fight the, you know, the Yellow uh, Rebellion or, or Yellow Turban Rebellion or whatever it's called. Uh It had a good story and, like, good gameplay. Uh Number three was Returnal, for me. Uh I can see why it would annoy people, but I got into it. I beat a lot of that game. I don't think I, like, 100%ed it, but I, I got far. I saw, like, multiple endings in that thing. Uh And I think, like, it's pretty dependent on, like, your... A lot of people had, like, different loadouts or, like, different favorite weapons, so... I think it's high highly dependent on what your preference is. Uh number two is Resident Evil Village. That's I think that's a, the one game on all of our lists. Makes uh at <laughs> list a no. big one. Um I thought it was really good. I didn't play seven and six was t- like terrible. Uh I didn't actually mind Ethan as a as a good character. I thought it was funny that they never they never showed his face. Even like the that, house.
0: They and, went to great lengths to yes. make sure you did not see his face at all.
2: So like, well, when when they
1: were able to break the game and you can see Ethan's face, nobody wanted to.
2: Yeah. So like, as a character, I didn't empathize. Like, I didn't really care about him as a character. Uh, although I thought it was funny in the game when he he cuts off, they cut off his like two fingers. He didn't really bat an eye.
0: Yeah. Well, you Uh, find out later why. So that makes sense.
2: Uh, but yeah, great combat. I I liked the different castle parts. How like. I actually didn't mind Heisenberg's factory. If anything, the one the one I didn't like was uh, Demon castle. Just really? Cause her, wow. Just because her AI was like terrible. That's true.
1: She uh, she is no Mister
2: yeah. X.
0: Yeah. You don't have to worry about her hardly. And at all. and That's...
1: and to be fair with that too, I mean, yes, her AI is not great, but that castle is not as big as it. Yeah. Like, the, the reason why Mister X works in Resident Evil Two Remake, is there's a lot of different entry points all around that police station and with the castle there's like there's a lot of choke points yeah it's really difficult for some somebody like a demetrescu or a mr x to really work the way
2: or like there's no way to like really get around like you can't like stun her when she's walking around you just like hope yeah. for the best and like once you get to the uh the guy's shop she like her AI completely breaks and like walks the same 20 feet over and over until like for yeah. like 5 minutes all right get going here uh and my number one is tales of her eyes like I just, I, I I just think that game is like like really good uh my game of the year for sure and even though I got shafted at the game awards with a like five second award ceremony like
0: yeah
2: uh really long it's long but it's not too involved or like yeah. it's not too heavy uh good revelations a good story characters you know most of them were fine uh and really good battle system like I really like that one
0: yeah so. I mean it's a uh... It's a fantastic game that I, I'm also not the always the biggest Tales fan, and it uh, I,
2: got me. I've tried to play Vesperia twice, uh, Zilia, and Berseria. I got pretty far in Berseria, but like the the battle systems in those earlier games were always weird because you're on you're on like a two D plane, but it's a three D game, right. and they're asking you to do directional inputs that like don't work because you're in a 3D game.
0: Yeah, true. But they still not get it to work in this.
2: Well, it's it's pretty simplified, uh, which is good. Like, you don't need to have 12 different arts attached to controller, or, you know, yeah, 12 different combinations. Like, that's too much.
0: I'll agree there. It's a lot. But at least, yeah, like you said, at least they uh, figured it out to make it to where it's not cumbersome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But all right, uh, I guess it's uh, my turn now. Number five for me is uh, a game that I, you know what? I never, unlike Mark, I had never played any of the Life of Strange uh, games and I did not know really, I mean, obviously I have a lot of experience like Telltale and stuff, but I didn't know that I was going to like the the Life of Strange stuff. And then this comes and blows me away with how good uh the story Life of Strange has. I, I think it helps a lot that it's not, it's episodic, but it's not. It's all in one game. It's not, I have to buy five different things and wait two months for each one to come out and all that stuff. Um, and I think Alex is also a great character. Um, just her and then also the, the pick from the romance, you know, the romantic whether it's the guy or the girl. Um, they did a great job with, with those characters as well. So just, and like everything, when it finally gets revealed, it all works. Um, and just how she overcomes what she has to overcome. And that, I just think it's, uh, well worth everybody's time to go check out. And, um, I, a game that I absolutely love this year. Uh, I'm going to have some repeats from the guys here. Uh, Marvel's Guardians. We talked about it already. I talked about pretty much everything there when I, t- when, uh, Randy was commenting about what I liked about the game uh the narrative just really surprised me it totally deserved the uh game of the year win at the awards um it's for me one of the like highlights when you talk about narratives this year as far as when you have those emotional moments with all those characters they really do make it feel like they are the guardian right by the time we get to the end they really do feel like they had this camaraderie with each other and i really appreciated that um because they really could have mailed this in right they could have just done oh what's Guardians and hey, you got music. That's all you need, right? And there's some basic gameplay. Like they really tried with the story to do their own original thing, and uh, and that's something that for going above and beyond for us, like not being so sure about like would this work, right? The the single player where you only control Star Lord, and oh man, everybody wants to be able to control the other Guardians. I thought it really worked really well because you have such a man of the characters and how they all work together to actually help you. So. They don't did all that really well. Uh, Tales of Arise, for me, um, it's definitely the best JRPG, uh, the best or RPG period. It's it's one of the it's uh, a standout game as far as just, it nails everything that Mark talked about. I thought the story was really well done until the end where they kind of dropped the ball, but. They carry that narrative all throughout, and I thought that was really good on them, too, because sometimes these RPG narratives just go off the wall nuts, don't make any sense. And they actually tried to make this sort of sense for the longest period until they dropped it, um, where you get to the the alien dudes and then, like, nothing happens with them. And it's like, why? You messed it up there. But other than that, I, I just really loved the gameplay. Um, that's always solid, but they nailed it with those uh movements that you get to do with the characters and then how you can switch them out really easy and everything. Um, and I love the worlds; It's a beautiful game as well. So they nailed it uh, on that. And my top two are both indie games. So um, Chicory, uh, Colorful Tale is one of those things that you can actually not bother with the game itself. You can just go around and paint if you want to, but you can also play co-op. And one person controls uh, Chicory, the dog, or, well, whoever, whatever you want to name your dog. And then the other person controls, like, they have another brush. And then it's awesome when you actually get to play the bosses because you're actually playing together and trying to beat this boss. And you're going through what she's going through in her head and all of the stuff that she goes through throughout the entire game. And, like, all the themes that it that it has in this game is absolutely fantastic for anybody that's been going through that. like, depression or imposter syndrome or whatever. Like, there's so many awesome moments in that game. Not to mention it has Lena Rain soundtrack from Celeste and various other games. She's done absolutely fantastic soundtrack uh, that perhaps maybe is the best one of this year. And then Death Store for me just absolutely knocked me on on my butt of like, this is a game that's just awesome from start to finish, has fantastic gameplay upgrades. It has no map, but you can easily find out where you're going. Um, I love the characters. They all have some kind of meaning, like shout out to Pothead. Literally, it's a guy with a pot in his head, not that he, you know, smokes pot. But that,
2: that's you know, it's
0: just, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, it just, by the time you get to the end, like, you really understand all that. And it's just, it's so well done. And to, you know, to be what it is, and it, it comes out and just blows you away. And this is one of the games that wasn't on Game Pass, right? And it's well worth its $20. In fact, both those games, for being 20 bucks are absolute deals. You should go get on Switch or a PlayStation, uh, whichever one you want to go buy it on. You can go get this store on the Xbox as well. But um, yeah, I absolutely love that game. We'll be talking about it again here when we do our, our 25. But, so that's our top 10. Uh, those are the ones set in stone here. So, taking those those games, plus adding some more that we added off air, we have our list of 25 that we are now going to start going around and figuring out which one goes where. We kind of, sort of, Know what we're doing as far as where they're gonna go. It's more about like I guess the order, right? And if we have any like total disagreements here. Um, but I guess we already gave out. Our, I guess our twenty-two. The other three that we haven't mentioned yet: unpacking, which uh, the full escape, and this is the one for you, Mark.
2: Near replicant.
0: Near replicant. Okay. So list <clears throat> t- twenty-five through twenty-one. Are those? Right, Why well,
1: I, I do have to ask the- real quick because I, I just realized when I went back to my my sheet. I did take the the, ma- or the uh, Mass Effect thing off when I was doing the list. Do we want it on there or no? No. Okay.
0: It's still a remaster of a... Okay.
1: All right. yeah. I, that's what I had figured, but I figured I'd double check before we got... All right.
0: Okay. So, yeah. 25 through 21. Do we have... It? Those three, that's where they go? Or are we going to argue for any of them moving from that five? And then we're figuring out two more to go there? Or what are we doing i definitely
1: know cyber shadow can go down there i mean it was it, it barely made my top 10 neither of you i know mark hasn't played it i don't think
0: i've I, played like a i haven't heard of that. it <laughs> yeah.
1: so yeah. i have no problem with it being at even at 25 i won't fight standing ended yeah. up on my top 10 it, it's it's a perfect game for me but i know it, it did not make a lot of waves so i have no problem with it going 25
0: okay so you're cool with cyber shadow being 25 Randy already talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's a Game Pass game. You can go play it on Game Pass uh, right now. Um so or you can go and help Yako Games and those devs by purchasing as well. So we have Pophead well, Seven remake intermission which I loved as much as you did. Uh Randy I thought Yuffie was uh, absolutely uh, an awesome character that they somehow improved from the first game and I'm I'm like you I wasn't Yuffie definitely feels like that bit character and that you know, where you find her and everything. I never really whenever I played Final Fantasy Seven until I played this, you know I mean, I loved it from Kingdom Hearts, but it's like it's still not a character that I sat there and spent time really like bothering with we play seven, right? Mm-hmm. Now when you play this, it's like now I want to experience what she would be like when she put the whole cast. So do you are are we talking about in that range or are you either out of the i, don't, I mean I, range I, or
1: I'm looking at games that we, we added on their unpacking. I, I know we, you and I both played I thought it was a cute little puzzle game to tell the story of this person throughout their life without ever really saying a word, but I think yeah. it's with Cyber Shadow near at the bottom. Same with Artful Escape. I thought it was cute. Um but it never really hooked me like it has other people. So I put those two below. Yeah. Final I thought Artful sure. Escape
0: was was a fantastic game, just the fact of like the music's good. Again, the themes are good here. Mm-hmm. Um, it does a little bit more than just doing the narrative thing, right? Like, yeah. you do get yeah. to do some of the new stuff. It, it, um,
1: the gameplay is, is interesting enough, and it keeps you yeah. engaged. But I, it just didn't hook me like it has some others that I know a lot of people were saying it might be near their game of the year. And it just it didn't hook me as much. So I would say those two below Final Fantasy, for sure. I have never played Eastward. I've never heard of it. I'm Mark's yeah. camp as far as Cyber Shadow goes there. So I don't know where you want to put that one. But yeah. Now, there's a few that we could definitely fill out this bottom part.
0: Uh, Mark, where are you? I mean, you're the only one I can really represent with near. so...
2: I could see it like, 21, you know, like maybe okay. 20, you know, up there. I mean, there are games in, like, both your kind of honorary messen- like mentions lists that I probably have below it, just because they never heard of them. Or, yeah. like, actively, I mean, I might have heard of, like, Little Nightmares 2, but I know nothing about it, so...
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we removed some games automatically already. Uh, unless we're going to talk about removing games that were in our top 10s to put other things on. Uh, but if we're going to do that, we probably should do that like quickly. Um,
1: no, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. I think we already did that pretty good.
0: Yeah. So like, I, I don't want to go down that road because we we'll be here longer. Uh, all right. So I really loved Eastward. I already kind of talked about, uh, why I did. I also really love Final Fantasy. So I will make the, the cut of putting you at, uh, 24. I really liked unpacking a little bit more. I also had the soft spot of, like, that's Anaya's first great game that she grabbed by herself and started playing. And for me, like, it meant a lot that it was a game that I was playing. She saw me play it and been like, oh, I wanted to play that, too, you know. And I kind of explained the story to her, and she's like, oh, man, it's cool. Now I kind of get it, you know. And, like, that's, that's what's great about that game. It's a game that you don't really you know. You kind of just think it's a game about... Oh, it is a game about just unpacking. That it, they're telling a story. So, and it's very, and I thought it was very well done for what it is. Um So, I, I'm good with unpacking at 20. We'll put mm-hmm. Eastward at 24, Artful Escape 25. I, don't I, I think Final Fantasy. I haven't played near. So, although they did a great job with remaking the first, Nier, putting it modernizing, it. they made it more like uh Nier Automata.
2: I mean, how how right. long is that Yuffie content? <laughs> well, it's like two hours, three hours. That kind of be my knock against it, honestly. <laughs> like,
0: well, but just because the game's three hours, I mean that it's it can't be considered a you know a full game. So fine, we can put uh, intermission at, at twenty two, and we can put near at twenty. 20- I can't 100. remember
1: how long this thing was.
0: I think it was. I I know I spent like maybe four hours. If you do everything else, I think you can actually like if you play everybody in four Condor, if you. Uh, do all the optional bosses and everything else. I think it's longer, but if just to go through like the main stuff, it's not very long. So okay, so now we're up to the the twenty to nineteen, right? So, uh, you know, you have Shimagami Tensei five as your thought here. Um, yeah,
2: like twenty would yeah. be fine. Like, okay, yeah.
0: We
1: have that like east it. game too. There no, and the east game.
2: Oh, I forgot about the east. Uh I might have a little higher personally, like sixteen or seventeen, but you know. If I have it at nineteen, I guess it'd be fine.
1: So we put near just above Final Fantasy Seven, is that what we did?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Because we forgot you forgot Cyber Shadow was twenty five. So everything that you had oh, said. Oh Cyber so Shadow, up, okay. Just bump everything up one. It's, it's totally fine. So near at twenty is fine.
0: Okay. And then Okay, so we have what, E we have Sumagami Tensei uh what else? Having this uh range here. Oh like Yeah, I think everything else was kind of like we had thought it was it's in this like 11 to 20 ranges. It's, it starts getting tough, right? Like you're for sure, um, you know, we like can
1: looking at games that just one of us had kind of in the middle of our list. You're looking at kind of inscription. Yeah. You're looking at, I guess two of us have, you have disorder, obviously the number one's so that's not there. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> it's such a mess. It's, it's a total yeah. mess in here.
2: So, I mean, I mean, I would say like boyfriend dungeon that was in your list. No, so that wasn't are, in got, my top we got, ten. We're we're yeah. Oh. yeah, we're only
0: looking at like top tens to Yeah, everything one,
1: left is only only that was in our top ten list. We've already yeah. gotten rid so, of the three extras we had. Okay, added. so
0: we're looking at like Persona Five, Shin Megami Tensei, uh East Nine, um, maybe the Psychonauts two in mm-hmm. in this range,
2: uh Life is Strange. Do you wanna have the Psychonauts two conversation?
0: <laughs> I really liked Psychonauts two a lot from what I've played, but I have not well, played a lot. You this, have beaten
2: it, so... This is more towards Randy. Like, you said you didn't play the first one, right? Correct. That's yeah, Okay, that's why I don't like this one as much. Because it is a worse one than the first one.
1: So what is different about this one? Uh,
2: so, the levitation ball in the first game doesn't suck. Like, it doesn't expire. Or it expires... I think it might, like, if you hold up onto it, like, a long time. But you have to really hold on to it. Like, the, like you just fall on like, two seconds in this game. Uh... Combat is a lot harder and not in a good way. Like your melee is like really reduced and like your ranged abilities, like except for the Psy Blast, aren't good. Uh the levels are worse. <laughs> like I the like first... the level
0: design a lot.
2: The only the game, see the pro like the only good level I thought in the Psychonauts 2 I had to like some levels were okay, like the intro level or the casino. Um the Psy King level is extremely good. That's when you're helping Jack Black uh get his senses back.
0: Okay. But
2: most other levels in that game are just not as memorable. Like Bob's bottles I really hated because that's a level all underwater or all in the water and you yeah. die in the water.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he has a fear of water, so he's... And
2: and like you're traveling on these bottles, like kinda like they're moving platforms, but like the figments fly around you. And you have to like, be in the right spot to get him. It's like, this is not fun.
0: Well, uh, I mean, that happens a lot in the other ones as well. You have to kind of like... Yeah, uh, but you're,
2: you're not beholden to a moving platform that, well, if you if you jump off it, you instantly die. <laughs> uh, like, the levels in the first game, like, there are specific levels in the first game that are extremely memorable. Like, the per- obvious one is Milkman, which, like, they, get, they give you that power in, the, in this game, that, like, third person, or, like, Astral Projection, I think that's what it is. Yeah, Astral Projection. But it's terrible. Like you don't do anything with it.
0: Yeah, there are definitely some powers that feel kind of useless to like even upgrade at all.
2: Like they give you um, these, they yeah. give you powers, but I mean, they give you most of the powers from the first game, except for like the energy, like the invisibility and energy shield.
0: Right. But
2: even that, it's almost like it's there's too many, and um, you're constantly switching between powers. You only have four like equipable buttons, and I just thank you for noticing
0: our our facial hair here.
2: At, uh, well, I, I, I just. I just think the uh, the levels in the first game are just dramatically better. So once you play that, you'll understand why.
0: I mean, but so there's nothing from the second game that you think is better than. The-
2: not really. I mean, I but, but like the last level is not as frustrating, but I didn't really have a problem with that in the first game, Circus.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's been so long since I played that first game, I really couldn't. I'd have to play it again because I don't remember Jack up. which I remember it being. It gets difficult at times. Uh, obviously, yeah. it's different. Uh, it's Xbox One. Or Xbox original, uh, yeah. game. So different deal than, than right now. But so you're saying it should be more on the lower end of the, of the 20s.
2: I mean, it could be like 15. I, I mean, I, I also have the same basic argument with Ratchet and Clank.
0: Randy, I mean, you're the, uh, you reviewed Ratchet and Clank. You mm-hmm. really were a champion of Ratchet and Clank, you said, uh, for a while. I mean, so where, where would you? It's so hard
1: because it's I a lot of these games that are on this list that I haven't played. So it's it's this is where this top twenty-five always becomes difficult because I would put it above Psychonauts two. I, I definitely enjoyed Ratchet and Clank more than that. Um, I'm not definitely not going to try to battle Ratchet and Clank into the top ten because I do think there were ten better games this year, whether they were Mike cup of tea or not. D- to me, did Ratchet and Clank: Rift Apart do anything new? absolutely not but they have have done such a great job with this formula that they I don't think they did anything wrong with it there was a couple worlds in there that I do wish were a little bit bigger to go a, along with their whole rift apart uh, idea my... um, yeah. and I, I do get that argument that some of the worlds just it did not really work with the whole concept of the whole rifts um, but there were several levels that were possibly my level of the year uh, and they were absolutely fantastic it was just Kind of a mixed bag in that, but I do understand that, yeah, if you've played any of the last couple Ratchets, have you played this one? Yeah, um, just this was a much prettier version of the, for sure, but if it's not broke, don't fix it and just keep giving me more of it. And I, I absolutely loved it, but again, I'm not going to like go off on it being game of the year by I mean,
2: I would say the biggest problem I had with this Ratchet, well, too, I just didn't like Rivet as a character, and they just, and didn't, she could have worked, but they didn't introduce her, like, well, <laughs> Like the first thing she does is like steel clank, and it's like supposed to like care like empathize with this character now. Like, and the second thing is you kind of talked about it, but yeah, like the whole rift system sucks, or they did like nothing with it. You go like one yeah, they they dimension. really make
0: it a big deal, and then it's not.
2: Yeah, it's really like that, that first deal, intro, right? the first intro level. It's like okay, you're going between like four different dimensions. Like one, you're in like a tram, and one you're finding a, like on a dragon or whatever. And it's like, what? Where is this in the game? Because you're in this other shitty dimension and that's it. Like, it should have been like, they should have had at least like two or three and like have one of them like be ratchet as a bad guy. And then and, like another third one where something else is different. Like, Cork is like the actual like big hero or something. But like, you're just stuck in a second as one dimension and you have these like really piddly, like one off dimension rooms or like puzzle room that are just boring. I mean, or just completely flat. And I actually thought the, the combat in the first game was better, or the 2017 or 16 one or whatever. I thought they were the exact same, because they're the exact same I game. mean, they they <laughs> mostly are, but, like, you have different weapons in the first game, uh, and some of the weapons that is never used, like, I never even wanted to use them. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's any Ratchet and clan game. You're going to yeah. get your four or five they absolutely love, and then just going to roll with it.
2: Yeah. All right, fair enough. I mean, so,
0: maybe, like, ahead of Psychonauts, but, you know, not in the top ten. Yeah. Either. So we're we're good with what East being at 19. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I I really liked East. It was the first game that I played that was from technically from this year, even though technically that game came out in December 2019 in Japan, but it that's when it came out here. Um, the action gameplay is great. Obviously, that's what that series is known for. But I think what really stands out about that game, the story is absolutely very well done, and all the characters are actually. Yeah, well done. I did the characters. Yeah.
2: I did the music. Yeah. Uh oh yeah, the music's always And cool. I just yeah, I thought it was a very even experience. If there were no like difficulty spikes or anything, is
0: and, and there's a lot a lot to explore as well. I mean from where you're yeah. going. Alright, so we gotta figure out from Who, here.
1: Out, yeah. out of year two, which one do you want a championship? More inscription or shouldn't be gonna five.
0: Well that's not me. She gonna a is Mark, I'm inscription. Yeah, that's what I'm
1: saying. I, uh well I'm gonna battle more for their okay. game.
0: <laughs> so, like inscription to me, I think be closer to the top of it. If, we're, if, if it's going to go anywhere in this section, uh, 11, right at 11, because that game Okay, so name. Else. It is nothing. It's like nothing else you're going to play this year.
1: Name seven games right now to put below it. If you okay, want it at 11,
0: well, uh, we... <laughs> East 9, Shimigami Tensei, Persona 5 Strikers, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Psychonauts 2, Halo. <laughs> no, anyway, That's what I'm I, I mean, I, I gave you six.
2: Uh life is so there's seven.
1: There's... Mark, what's your seven. argument for Shimagami game... <laughs>
2: Tense A5? Uh it's a hard persona game. Uh that's pretty much it. No, Don't it... say
0: don't say that, Mark. No, no, no you... it, Persona it people does, come it, and attack us on this it, show. Say. It does
2: a lot of really interesting things okay. for the main character, like that you can acquire skills from all your little personas. Uh the story is nonsensical with those, with that game, but that's what we kind of expect with the Shimagami tank game. Uh does change with the formula because it's really open world. It's really interesting for that type of like franchise. You can kind of just run around and do whatever you want. But I-, I would say it'd be like 15 or 14. But like I said, it'd be higher on my list if it just ran better. Like once you get out of uh, it's like Breath of the Wild. Like once you get out of a certain range in Breath of the Wild, like the game really turns to ass. This does that way worse because oh, it's not Nintendo day. making it. So like you can see the uh, little thing, the little guys you have to pick up very easily. Because they look incredibly awkward with their two frames of animation, game scene around. It's like, okay, that's very easy. That's easy to spy now because it doesn't look natural at all. Uh, and yeah, like it's just—I just, think it's really good. But it'll be on my list next year when the PS4 or PS5 version hits.
0: If you're watching on video, I'm actually showing it. But yeah,
2: I, it, I can't speak for what what Mark's saying. But I mean, I would have—I guess I would have inscription higher just because it's more interesting, or you know, like. Inscription is basically the card game of Hand of Fate mixed with like the room.
0: Yeah, you can also give it a like Slay the Spire kind of vibe as well. Cause there's a little bit of to where in you know, the card game. Yeah. Th- but I love that. I love the fact that there's so much about it that you could like it for the, you cannot be a card game player and still play that game. Um, because it, you can go deep into the card game part if you want, but there's actually like, you don't have to either. You can just do an auto deck builder and you can sort of win like and just go on and love the other part. Uh, yeah. Um, this is where, like, it breaks my heart. I think any other year had I actually, had I actually gotten to play, um, that more of Halo, I would have been higher, but...
2: I mean, I, I did have it. Halo at, like, 12, personally. You
0: guys are just
1: That's... throwing out random numbers.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, there are games on, our li- like, the list that I would have lower, like, Ratchet and Clank, or Guardians of the Galaxy, that I just know uh, uh, Gar- I wouldn't play.
0: <laughs> Mm-hmm. The Guardians to me is a top ten.
2: And I have no opinion, um, unless on, like...
0: Randy is like really okay with that, because I feel like Guardians. Is the no,
2: top I think ten. it should be. Or I just have no okay. opinion on like Chikori or Death's Door. So.
0: Well, okay, so I think we're sort of starting to formulate this thing. We said Sakana to, like fifteen, right? So E set nineteen. We got to start building that uh, thing here. So are you are you cool with Shimigami Tensei like in the back of that? Yeah. Fifteen. Okay, so Shingami Tensei at, at eighteen. Okay, yeah, that's right on. Okay, so uh, Persona Five Strikers. What's your case for? Or uh, very,
2: it's, yeah, it's finally a good one of those, which has never existed before.
0: I mean, that is short and sweet version of it, it is a very good one of the. It's a great one of those. Um, it, it of all the other of those, it adds its own personality more than the other ones of those. I would say it has its own personality more than the Zelda
2: one. Well, it has a personality, and it actually has like levels. Like it's not just yeah. a big field where you're just cutting up hundreds of enemies at a time. Yeah,
0: exactly. It is not.
2: Like it has like crafted levels that could very much could work in the in the RPG version of that game.
0: Yeah, I, I I will give it that that there are little small sections where you do fight a large pool of characters, but it's not as much as any they, of those other games. Th- There's, th- those
2: yeah. are more like the intro parts of the game, like that, like yeah. the first level is like, yeah, you're in like a huge city like, right. square. But, like, that's kind of about it for that level. Like, every... Yeah, and you, you had the palaces, street,
0: and you had the boss battles. And yeah. You had like the, the music.
2: Bosses are interesting. Like, the way that each character can, uh, like, plays differently. The fact that you still have your persona system, like, it's, it's reduced. But there's still at least 80 of them in there, I think. And they all have different abilities or t- different attacks, so... And the story yeah. of was interesting. Or, yeah.
0: I mean, I mean that's a a plus for that game as well. Like, not only do you get the reunion of those characters, but you, like, they do that well.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, that would be, <clears throat> in between 11 and 20, that would be very high in my, in that list for me. Uh, okay. I, I would have it above Psycho and Drafting Clank, personally, but if you guys want to argue against it, or, like, not for that. That's That'd be fine, I guess.
0: I, w- I would be okay with it being above the psychonaut. Would you be okay with it being yeah. above Ratchet yeah, and Clank? It, so that's what, yeah, so that's right. fine with me, too. Okay, yeah. that's fine with you, too. Okay, so... All right, for me, I would say... Inscription, Halo, uh, Persona 5 Strikers. I think we should... Why don't we just move Psychonauts down...
1: To 17, that's at fine. At this
0: point. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's where we're at. Okay, 17. Uh, okay, so my case for life is strange is that that game number one they took the the advantage of putting it all in one and not making you have to do that episodically but every single episode does feel different and it adds on to the story that they're telling there's even a a special i just don't want to spoil it for people that haven't played the game so i can't really like say okay well there's a whole section where they actually really do jump on that, and (laughs) it turns into a different game for that entire
2: section. Um, I mean, the first Life is Strange had that also.
0: Yeah. But I I just really think that Alex as a character and the emotions thing, I think, is done better than perhaps the other one, Um, as far as what she does there, and then how they tell that story and how it combines in the end. I'm really just arguing for one spot at this point, so... Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: from the a, sounds of it, our our yeah. next five, as far as the list go, be Ratchet yeah. & Clank, Halo, Inscription, Persona 5, Strikers, and Life is Strange. I don't think any of us disagree with that. It's just yeah. what order we want to put it in, and yeah, honestly, with me, I don't care. Okay. Because I've only played two of them. Okay. <laughs> and only one of them have I finished, because I'm, I'm with you with Halo, Infinite, I just haven't played as much as I want. But I think all five of those feel like middle of our range kind of a list. I don't I think all of us that have put it sure. on the list of what,
0: oh yeah, this is good, but you
1: know, there's
0: been a butt for it.
1: So whatever way I think those are our next five.
0: Okay, so how about inscription, Halo, Life is Strange Persona and Ratching?
1: Are you going top to bottom or bottom to top? Top top <laughs> th- eleven okay.
0: to fifteen. Eleven to fifteen.
1: Well, so twelve to sixteen.
0: Well I had inscription at eleven, so are we missing one game still? I thought we had this figured out. So, no, you
1: just keep randomly saying a number and then thinking you got to okay. get it to that exact number.
0: Well, because I'm, I'm trying to stop <laughs> at 10 so we can start at the next block. So, we, we just so need
1: another game in there one. that's one above inscription. So, you said, what was your list again? Inscription, so, Halo. Uh,
0: okay, I'm putting it here Psychonauts. So, we have Psychonauts 2, what? Um, at 17. Okay, I had Inscription, Halo, Life is Strange, Persona, and Ratchet. So there was one in the There's not one in the middle. Just don't, don't Yeah, well, there's one time. game that we're missing somewhere. I, gotta put some- I swear I mentioned it. Oh, Shumigami Tensei. That was the Which we missing? have at 18. Okay. So no, that's you have to write
2: up. that. Yeah.
0: I messed it up. Okay. I thought somebody was going to be writing one. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm writing and I'm talking at the same time. Okay. So now we got this figured out. So we're up to 11. Now 10 the to- Five, are we at that?
1: No, we still need 11.
0: We still need 11. Oh my god, okay. yeah.
1: Our 11 games left here. I'll just go through them. Our 11 games left are Chicory, okay, Death, Chicory, death store, Death Loop, Forza Horizon 5. It takes two, Cannon Bridge of Spirits, Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Resident Evil Village, Returnal, and Tales of Arise. Those are our top 11.
0: For me, Death Store has to be in the top five. Well, what is your game that has to be in the top five? It takes two.
2: It takes two. Okay, I'd say Tales. But yeah, well, I'd, I'd be time. I'd be willing okay. to be like have that be like five. Okay. And I think
1: I think all of us liked Resident Evil Village enough that I think that's in our top five as well. So nice. that's more that's fair that, enough. Is that that'll our top
2: the, four then? That'll be the weird one. Let's just say that let's say that for right now.
1: Is that our top four in no
0: particular order at the moment? Yeah then
2: uh, right if you're
0: Okay. Alright. So at least we have the that's our unordered top four. I mean, I would say uh Forza Horizon five, maybe at that in that top five as well. I mean, yeah, it's a racing game, but it's a really freaking great racing, game. and they nailed everything from four, and then upped it more. Yeah, I have no problem. Um, with and that. then also looks
2: awesome as well.
1: I don't know what Mark thinks, but I have, I have no problem with that being like, the it, bottom of my five. I like, the, five, like so. the
2: last one, and I'm I have no I've I won't object to that. Let's say that <laughs> okay. So I like the I like the fourth one quite a bit too.
1: All right, so we've been able to split this in half, so that's good.
2: Yeah. So now so it's.
1: Out of the the other six is Chicory, Deathloop, Kenna, Guardians, Metroid, and Returnal. Do we want to split that in half again? Which ones are top, which ones are bottom? How do we want to... I think
0: Returnal... You know what? Actually, switch Returnal and Forza Horizon because I think Returnal deserves a spot in the top five for being original. (laughs) It's not totally original, it's still roguelike, but it's like for what it does and then also for what Housemark did, considering where they come from, right, to what they were able to do with the... And we could have like four to yeah.
2: be six. Yeah. yeah. Four
1: fours will be right that, 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 that middle point between our top five and our other five. I'm fine. Okay.
0: With that. So there's our other, our other five. We have what? Death Kenna, Chicory
1: Guardians, and Metroid. And I think honestly, our, uh, I know Sean might disagree, but I think our bottom two out of those five is Kenna.
2: Yeah. No. Yeah. If you're high in Chicory, that's one thing, but Kenna just always looked a little too slight for me as a game.
0: It's a, it's not a slight game, I would say. Well, Kenna's pretty... Yeah, it's pretty... Deep,
2: deep. But, to be fair, it's it,
1: it's, it's the same loop, or between the sections. So, I, again, I, I really liked Kenna, but I have no problem... I really like with Kenna, in too, bottom, a lot. Between yeah. the, the bottom of these five games, I have no problem okay. with. Kenna, Kenna at 11, Shikori at 10? Uh,
0: what do I have? Deathloop?
1: Deathloop, Guardians, and Metroid. It's a three above it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's correct. Cool. That's fine, that's fine, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. fine. <laughs>
1: I think that's... Uh, listen, Deathloop didn't make my top 10, and it's out of the three games that I'm playing right now. It's the one I've played the most of. I mean, It, Halo Infinite, and uh uh Psychonauts 2. It is 100% not a me kind of game, but I can respect the holy hell out of it for what it is trying to accomplish and what I keep doing. So I have no problem with it going wherever it needs to go. I just know that it's, I am probably going to be about done with it myself, but it's just because it's not a, a
0: it's, my kind it's of game. finally but- like. It finally clicked for me, and I think that's what it has to happen with that game. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I think it has to click for you. Like, you have to get to that certain point where you go, "Oh, oh, that's it!" Like, okay, I mean, that... I killed this this one, you know, one of the eight dudes, and and I killed Juliana or something, and it's like, "Oh, okay, this is it." You know, like if if you never get to that point, I think that game just doesn't mm-hmm. work. So, yeah, and I've so, and I've
1: definitely had a couple moments like that, killing Juliana the first time and getting one of the purple weapons. I I did some weird puzzle, and then all of a sudden, I was a badass for an hour. Yeah. And then I goofed up, and I died, and they were gone, and it made me really
2: sad. (laughs) Here's the fun thing. The two fun things. One, you unlock a resource later on that lets you carry over weapons.
1: Yeah, I just i have unlocked that now, but I can't remember what part of the day it was when I got to the puzzle to get those guns, and I just haven't pushed through enough to, to go back and find them.
2: But also, there are higher tier, there's actually orange weapons, which are higher tier, which, like, are like really good. Yeah, I mean, I I just really
0: like the they. they I mean, obviously the trade of the obviously obviously uh, arcane. Mm. But I really really like that you have those options deciding. Oh, I can be stealthy, or I can just go in there and blaze. Or and and there's a path for each one of those. It's not just oh boy, well, I, I have to decide. It's oh, th- you can actually find a different way to go meet those eternalists and kill them. Or you can go in and just be like, "Ah, fuck it, bam, you know, whatever." Uh, but that's that's a really cool thing. And I, oh man, the 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 way the the graphics look, and when you go into some of these different places that they're, it's really good as well. Mm-hmm. Like the art design, the the just like direction, awesome as well. You know. Uh,
1: so Mark, these are two that are on your list. Do you put Deathloop above or below Metroid Dread?
2: Uh, I guess I would put it below it uh, personally, just because I finished Metroid Dread. Um, and there are frustrating parts to it, but I it was it it did still evoke that Metroid kind of gameplay, or you know that feeling of exploration, Mm -hmm. and it did have some really inventive boss fights, even if the the uh, enemy fights were like not great. Uh, but yeah, are are there
0: any moments that definitely where you go? I mean, that wasn't
2: great, not really. But like I said, I didn't finish Deathloop. I See, but, like,
0: even though you didn't finish it, though, like the fact that you said that you haven't really gotten to a part of Deathloop where it's not great. And well, they I mean, were, yeah,
2: like you, like you said, like the yeah. first four or five hours of that game, or even like three to four, are like not good. So the fact okay. that Randy's bouncing off of it, yeah, that I mean, I, I I almost had that experience as well. Okay, so like yeah, like I would, I would, I guess I'd rather have a like semi mediocre game than a good game, but that. Is good in the long run, but like it has a very high barrier of entry to get into.
1: Is this where I make fun of per- persona five?
2: The strikers or No, no. Any, just any of that just
1: ones? The, the long the long <laughs> intro to Persona Five that I couldn't get
0: to. Oh yeah, it does like, it <laughs> fixes little sweet time. To, uh, so
1: Deathloop at nine? Are you, okay, Deathloop not, at nine. Not against that. And so oh, it's I, between I, Guardians and Metroid then.
0: Okay.
2: Gotcha. That's not that's not a contest.
1: Yep, that's true. Guardians over Metroid. Nope. Yeah, yeah Guardians over Metroid. As of now, I, I guarantee you, if we do this, we talk about this in a month. I'm going to come back on and apologize to, to to Mark once I finally play Metroid. <laughs> All okay. Right. And then, what I would then, what
0: I would say is that Metroid is that's a extremely well done Metroid, you know, 2D Metroid. Yeah, but I, I didn't I didn't experience with Marvel with Guardians. I didn't experience any of that. Like, oh, there's that section with the Emmys that I don't like, or You know, some of the bosses are not always, uh, I mean, isn't, isn't the exploration in that game also not always the best either of trying to find where you're supposed to go.
2: In Metroid? Yeah. I mean, some people have an issue. I kind of didn't, or, you know, I kind of, it felt pretty easy to me as far as like where to go or like what to do next, uh... Especially all the upgrades you get, like the story upgrades you get. It's like, oh, now I can jump underwater correctly. Let's <laughs> go back to all these other areas that I couldn't do that before, and let's start exploring. I mean, the problem is you don't really get a lot of rewards for it. But look at Guardians; the same problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: well, yeah, you
2: don't. And at least
0: and that's my my problem with Guardians too. Was that was least, that like, man, those upgrades are not.
2: At least when I'm exploring in Metro, I don't have uh rocket or Gamora bitching at me about why i'm exploring it's like it's it's a damn game but that's a joke though like it's a joke
0: of the fact that you're going
2: then it's a bad joke because they shouldn't incentivize the player like if you want to explore and you find nothing that would have been funny but it's like no i'm finding shit because my stupid magical visor tells me hey something's back here yeah like why, why couldn't he just say hey i'm doing this for us dipshits leave me alone like, Randy hey, you got, anything... Yeah. No, like I said, I haven't
0: played Metroid, trade, so... Okay, but, I mean, like, to make a stronger case for Guardians, are we
2: just... I mean, I, I would actually say for Guardians, the like, the, the gameplay would would actually be more of attack, because, like, that was better than I thought it would be. Yeah, okay. Especially, especially like, once you actually, like, it didn't... The, the game didn't actually explain, like, hey, or, like, say, like, hey, this icon next to the shielded guy, use your gun against that, or use your element gun against that. Like, it yeah. took like, five or six hours to figure out, like, Oh, this lightning bolt means I should shock him. It gets rid of his shield. Like,
0: yeah, you do have that once you get the scan ability or whatever, the ability that like, well, it's, it's the RPG version of scan that tells you.
2: No, it's not, you don't have to do that. To, yeah. yeah, but like that that like the first, I don't know, few hours of the combat in that game were like not great to me because like once those shielded guys came out, it's like this is taking me a while to put this guy's shield down. One and then I, once I figured once out it, like,
0: a lot to figure out was the whole oh you have to combine their powers to to like actually like kill some of these guys because if you just do it with Peter uh it's not gonna necessarily work.
2: Well, no, I mean yeah. I I yeah. got I actually got got that pretty pretty quickly, but it's like oh this guy's a snowflake next to his cold power. Mm-hmm. Right. It's yeah. like the game didn't tell me that, and it's like a, a helpful tutorial, just like hey when this set when hey. it, there's a fire thing use fire.
1: I made the joke before we went on the air about um, Security Breach or whatever that Five Nights at Freddy's game is. You don't want tutorials like that. Again, I'm watching uh, Markiplier play through that just because I'm curious what the bigger world Five Nights at Freddy's game is all about. And every time he gets a security card, it reminds him exactly what it does. And he has to go through a tutorial every time. So... Like yes, tutorials are nice, but sometimes it's like, hey, figure that shit out for you. And and there are a lot of things in Marvel that I that took me forever to go, oh yeah, <laughs> that works. But I I mean my my sell I guess for Marvel as far as being ahead of Metroid. Again, I haven't played Metroid, and it could be one that I disagree with myself in in a month or two once I finally am able to get around to playing that game. But the, the we brought it up before the story in in, Mar- in Guardians is so much better than I was ever expecting in it. And they have points in that last act or two that are just,
0: just oh, well yeah, done. The, the, the stuff with his with his daughter or whatever mm-hmm. is just so well done. And when they, it's just uh, a
1: realization of of dealing with the promise that this whole religious group is going in, and yeah. all of the different characters dealing with their own personal battles that the promise has showed them that they can do, and even Cosmo, and the, the stupid dog. That yes, he dog. drove me absolutely nuts. But <laughs> him battling through that stuff was great, and and going through Drax's head was was an intersection, yeah. But it was the oh, the uh, one with Drax was
0: really good.
1: Trying to get your daughter out of the promise and like the the battle that she is going through, and it's just it that uh, like yes, the, is the voice acting fantastic in this game? Not always, but it was it was that scene where I went, all right, like we can. Make I fun really of the voice everything at all, but that was a fantastic scene.
0: I love it. for one, I thought they. Gamora's voice actress, I thought was good. And I when they get to her scene, I thought that was really well done That was probably one of my favorite scenes. Uh
2: and Metroid has no story
0: <laughs> Well, it's Metroid, you know. Right. Like,
2: uh, but yeah, it's just between I mean, seven
1: well, and eight, so it's not a, a huge
2: deal. I mean, if either. you want to have Guardians above it, that that'd be fine. But okay, okay. I just think yeah, that fine. Dread is a better is a better playing game for sure. Okay.
1: So so dread at eight, Guardians at seven, fours at six, and we have fun with our top five.
2: Okay, so
0: here we go. The top five, if you didn't listen is right now Resident Evil Village, Death's Door, Death's Door, Tales of Arise, uh Returnal takes t- it takes two. Years.
1: Let the battles all right. begin.
0: Where are we where are we going dude? I don't think that this is the year like last year where because Resident Evil Village is on all of our lists and it would have been on Yen's list as well,
2: that it automatically should get number one. I, I feel the opposite. <laughs> or else we're gonna be here forever.
0: I don't know. I just thought, like, okay, here's my thing with, like, I would put Tails above it.
2: I mean, so would I. But he didn't. He didn't. Randy didn't play it, and that's I think that's kind of a hard sell for a hundred or fifty-hour JRPG.
0: Well, I'm not saying. Yeah, I don't. I'm not saying he should go spend his Sean's money just, it. Sean's just Sean's just over
1: here saying we can out we can outrank him, Mark. Just no, no. I don't, I, like, I don't
0: like
2: this. This battle. <laughs> no,
0: it's, okay. Um,
2: like I think Resident I, Evil is like the democratic choice <laughs> okay you know,
0: that's the democratic choice but i'm just saying like is it the best choice i mean okay my case for so like vote. okay out of the five that we know we know where ours mm-hmm. is like randy's is it takes two Mine is death stories i don't think i'm gonna win but of the other three that are there which are games that you all that you played more yeah, um, one of them is exclusively you. Which is the one that you're like really going to the table? That's the one I'm most passionate about.
2: Whatever. I mean, for me, it'd be Tails, but okay. Like I said, I, I I think that's not a great the greatest argument because I I still think it should be Resident Evil. And uh, like my list would be number one Resident Evil, number two Tails, and number three It Takes Two, and four and mm-hmm. five like I'd say four Forza, and then five uh Death door Mark, how how long have we known each other? No, or five years.
1: I think this is the first time we've agreed in that succinct way. <laughs> Just I have no problem with the rise being added to if it takes two, because I know I love it way more than you two do. Um I think I, I like Resident... it. I mean I wait, with wait, the
2: ends. I I didn't like the book at all. That was yeah, like yeah, my yeah, biggest problem. And yeah. some of like the games or like the the stuff they're doing kind of yeah. bugged me. Oh, Some of the minigames were funny, me. But it, it helped yeah. that I won every well, single time. But... Not not games, I meant, like, oh, the just actual... A, like, oh, the
0: actual yeah. gameplay element. Yeah. So, okay. The
1: good thing with, with It Takes Two and, and that is, if you don't like the gameplay you're playing now, wait five minutes. It's,
0: yeah, <laughs> they change it constantly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, but, I mean, to be fair, I have no problem with it being below... Tales of Arise because I know you both absolutely loved it, and and I'm with Mark. Right? Resident Evil not only was on all of our lists, it was pretty high up on all, all of our lists. So I think it makes the most sense. And again, like like Sean, oh, yeah. you said, if Jens was able to play enough games where he felt more comfortable of, of being on a show like this, I think it would have been high up on his.
2: I mean, I played Re- Resident Evil eight uh, two and a half times, and I know he played it at least two. I don't know about mm-hmm. you guys or you, Randy, but it it was fun to go through the first time, like just to see everything. It was way more fun the second time I mean, when you have a shotgun with infinite ammo. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> that makes Heisenberg's factory mm-hmm. a lot more fun, actually.
1: Yeah, Resident Evil has always been a, a game series that has been built on. Please yeah, play, play this moments. game multiple times, and we will continue yeah. to unlock things to make it more enjoyable. Uh, I, obviously, Resident Evil 2, like back in the day, the original Resident Evil 2, where you have to beat the game like six times to get Tofu Hunk, and then a couple more times with Hunk to get Tofu, and like. Who would have known, uh, except it's just people that, that's what we did back then was play the same game over and over. So so yeah, I, I would go Village, Arise, It Takes Two, Death, and Returnal, as, as my five of
2: these five. I mean, the only negative for for me with an evil is the unlock system, like the actual system to get, get cool guns. And the
1: points and stuff, yeah.
2: Yeah, I just, yeah. I didn't like the whole like, oh, you have to kill 50... 50- you have to kill all the zombies in this one area, like the intro area. Right. And you get 15 lock points. It's like, no, this, this is terrible. Like, do this better, yeah. or just just give me like flat currency. Just beat the damn game,
1: and yeah. then we unlock something. And then beat the damn game again, and we unlock something. Thoughts on on these rankings, there, Sean?
2: Like as much as
0: I I really love Resident Evil, Village, I loved it as much as I go back and um, you know Seven. Resident Evil Seven. It's just like, man, it's I don't know. It's just because of. Both Tales and Death Store like, stuck with me. When I think about, like, looking back at my, all the stuff I played this year, like, those are the, those are some of the five games, like, at the top of my head that come to me and I go, man, that really was a lasting impact of things I played, you know, and I really, really, really enjoyed and it's just like, want to say that, oh man, just Resident Evil, just okay, it's number one and that's it, and you
1: know. Uh, it depends on how long you want this podcast to be. Ah. <laughs> and actually, you know what? I'll use your argument against you. Resident Evil Village made you go back and play Resident Evil 7. What did the other two I'm not two saying you I didn't like the game,
2: play? I'm saying. I'm just saying, what like did the, the other oldest. two make you go back and play? Start playing Tales of Symphonia on the GameCube.
0: Well, I could go, I could have gone back and played Berseria or whatever, but it's like, when I was, when Tails was out, there was other stuff and I was like, Oh God, I'm done with it. Thank you. But it's like, it's also because Tails is longer. Tales mm-hmm. is like 40 yeah, hours. You know, it exhausts you after. That's why I stopped playing. I love Gravity Fall 2, but I stopped playing that game because I felt like it was going to take forever. Oh my God. And I want to go do something. Like, so I don't know. Um, I hate it. Like, <laughs> but. Well,
1: let's, uh, let's just break it down a little bit. Are we all cool with Returnal being five?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's new. I- Horizon is good. I I mean, I haven't played it. I can can tell you it's good, but it's built on four other Horizon games. And outside of, like, the weather system, it looks it's Forza Horizon 4.
1: (laughs) Right. So, yeah. So, Return of 5 and then Death Store 4.
2: I
0: I like, man. It's a fun game,
1: but I I think I I know it made a a more lasting impact on you, but it's one of those games that kind of fell off for me, right? That's fine. Like, that was a game that I played like right before, you know, school got going and I had some time, and then when it came back to go back and play other things, I just couldn't get myself to go back and, and play Death Store. So, it's very, very good game. But I, I think if we're looking at the indie titles that really stood the, the test, I mean, it has nothing on Hades from last year.
0: No, I, I, but I think Hades is a, a different kind of thing. I mean, it's Hades is meant for you. Uh, there's stuff after you've rolled the credits that's there for you to get. There's a lot of unlockable. Mm-hmm. But uh, Hades is much more like Returnal or. Resident Evil, it's, it's meant for you to play it again and get more stuff as you go, right? It's not meant for that's Death Store. You can play it one time and you can get everything. Um, and if you don't get the secret ending, you can go watch us uh, get it. You know, it's like um, I mean,
2: by that metric, you can say you can make that argument. It's like okay, Death Store not Death not doesn't equal Hades. Death Store could equal Bastion.
0: Yeah, I mean, but Bastion was a great game as, as well. You know? So yeah,
2: but I mean, like you're uh, like that. That Bastion was a game where you, like. You can play it twice, but there's no... I mean, aside from the other ending, there's no real reason to play it again. Yeah.
0: All right, so what are we putting at... All right, I, I will give up this
1: <laughs> And then I'll, I'll put in... Uh, it Takes Two at three. I'm, I'm totally fine putting it... I know you guys both love Tales of Arise. I will concede my game of the year at number three.
2: See, I, 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 w- I would say Tales at number one, but you haven't played it, and there are... Some legacy issues entails like the stupid uh skit system, like it's cool. And actually, I actually think it, it's
0: it, done better in this game than any other game, yeah. It, it is yeah. better,
2: but like one of the trophies in that game is like watch 300 skits. Are you crazy? <laughs> like, and you're yeah, like, I, there are that, like certain triggers to like get you know to get to them, or it's like, no, well,
0: yeah, I mean, they do it at some point, but they for the to be fair, they—that's a lot of dialogue and a lot of. Yeah, know, I mean, it is a lot of good that. voice I mean, acting.
2: Or, I mean, everything about like the the voice work. I mean, if we are talking music, uh, Tales of Arise would be number one because just the intro song alone is is. The oh best yeah, the ever. intro
0: song is freaking great. Um, <laughs> I would still contend that both uh, Death Store and Guardians also deserve to be conversation, but yeah, Tales had some great music. Uh,
2: um,
0: Resident Evil Village had
2: had a good music. Um, yeah. But we need to get, get yens on for the top 2021 soundtrack game soundtrack <laughs> of the year. Hey,
0: yeah, we should do that. And I wonder if you know,
2: and be here for the next nine hours.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be breaking down everything. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what sucks. But it was hard to tell Randy when we're doing a video game cram to be like, Oh, yeah, go play 40 hours of this game. Yen. Because,
2: oh, yeah, uh, like,
0: you I, know,
1: I was um, happy uh, to get three or four hours into a couple games.
0: Yeah, fine, well, let's just leave it. There. Tales of Arise 2 and Resident Evil Village.
2: At, Just watch uh, the Tales of Arise intro. <laughs> actually, gets-
1: I, I loaded it up. You guys talk about the music So after, when we were done. I actually have the intro opening animation pulled up, ready to
0: go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of great things that Tales um, does fantastically well. Uh, to, it may not be, like, the best if we're going to go through the entire series and say it's the best Ills game ever or whatever, I but can say that I, I played,
2: like I said, I played more of them than you have. So,
0: but it's it's up there. I mean, certainly. Um, and you know, I just, I it's, I just want to give Van uh, and Emco credit. You know, for they made two really fantastic games this year. Like I, Scarlet Nexus, make our top twenty-five as well. And then you, Tales of Rise, So, and then go hit it, and then we yeah. got Elden Ring next year. So. They're already jumping off with that.
1: We've been very peaceful in in this list because it was such a varied list. And I think we all came into it understanding that (laughs) there was a very few that really like landed with all of us Uh, next year. The claws are going to come out, I think, because there's there's a lot Um, of heavy hitters. Yeah, if
0: none of that stuff gets delayed, which would be impressive. All of that stuff comes out. That's going to be ridiculous. How are we going to? It's gonna um, be uh, was it 2017 all over again? We had
2: next year. Uh, everyone, everyone's game of the year is just gonna be Grand Blue Fantasy relink. Let's be honest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there it is. That's our game of the year is Resident Evil Village. I know some people are gonna get mad that we did not argue enough. But, uh, we just went with the simple pick. Let's go through this list again, which probably has some some distinct ones for for people here. Cyber Shadow at number 25, Artful Escape 24, East 23, Unpacking 22, Final Fantasy 7 uh, Remake, Intermission, the UFI DLC at number uh, Near Replicant, uh, not going to say the big long numbers after yeah. that. Okay, then no. it's
1: going to knock, be knocked down a list if you're getting uh,
0: in the whole list. Uh, that's not with me. That wasn't my game. So <laughs> if you want to do that, go ahead. Uh, East 9, Monster of Knox, uh, Shimigami Tensei 5. Uh, Psychonauts 2 at number 17 Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart at 16, Personified Strikers at- Life is Strange 2 Colors at 14 Halo Infinite 13, uh, Inscription 12, Kena, K- Kena Bridge of Spirits 11 Shikori, Colorful Tale at 10 Deathloop 9, Metroid Dread 8 Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy at 7 uh, Forza Horizon 6 Returnal 5, Death Door 4, Tapest- Tales of Horizon number 2 and Resident Evil Village is our game of the year, so there you go um that is our whole big list what did you guys think you can let all of us know uh, on twitter at Sean, mark is at humanity plague randy is at randy isbell pretty defined there and uh if not you can go hey you know what spotify has a review so it's really easy you go listen to, to 30 seconds of a show you have the right to review it and you can go they have a right underneath the uh, when you go select the show, it'll have a little review thing there. You pick the amount of stars you want to give, and you hit submit, and there you go. And it helps us out a lot. Uh, way better than the stupid iTunes system where you got to write, you know, write your own thing. Then you actually got to have iTunes and all that other junk. Uh, go use Spotify's review system to help. You know, let us know what you think. And of course, you can uh, always hit up the website, 310.com. You can go on uh, Last Word on Gaming. Go check out Randy's RNR Sports Report. Which um, did y'all do one? Are y'all, y'all do one tonight, or
1: we did one yesterday. Yeah, yesterday we, we got okay. through it. So and yeah, actual normal time this week, which is shocking. And then next week, it's all up in the air. We have a high school tournament Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and
0: yeah. And then you, um, they have their own YouTube, so go go uh, subscribe on YouTube or on on the Facebook as well for them. And you know we have a Facebook page, you can go subscribe there subscribe on our YouTube channel. Of course you get all of the other stuff that W10 Network does as well as my soccer podcast, Soccer the Match. You get all the they just did the Spider-Man No Way Home review. Uh the Mark Radlich and, and company there. You can go check that out on W10 Network, uh YouTube channel or on on our uh podcast we're available wherever there are podcasts as well. So go check us out. That's it for twenty twenty one as far as like our standing for game of the year I, I still have to Review Dungeon Munchie and everything else that technically came out. Um, But we'll be rolling on in 2022. Won't be very long. I think January 11th, you already get uh, a somewhat big game coming out. So, yeah, get ready, folks. 2022 is going to come hitting us hard and heavy with game after game. So, enjoy your holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever else you celebrate here. And we'll be back, I don't know, perhaps the Monday before we get to. Will it be 20? Is that another? If we do, no. Yeah, so if we're back on Monday, let's see, on the 27th, that'll be our last one of 2021. And then after that, it'll be 2022 for sure. So, and see everybody later.